Hey, legit batters, we don't really do ads, but if you feel the need to support our dumb show, you can subscribe on Rockfin for all of our shows, plus bonus member shows, or on Patreon for audio versions. Oh my god, this sounds so scripted, it's terrible. No, read it like that the whole time. No, I can't. Yes, do it. Okay, or click on the affiliate link in the notes to support <laughs> awesome companies. I don't know who wrote these notes. Oh, yeah, it's me. If you don't feel like s- sending bullshit fiat currency to us, just share the show with a friend. Or give us a rating or review. You know, standard podcast shit. Actually, that could be said without the radio voice. Oh. Well, maybe I'll put in a fart noise. (laughs) But we also accept sweet nothings in the form of DMs or emails. Seriously. That's actually more appreciated. We don't need your money. We just want loves. We don't need your money. It'd be cool. But, I mean, if you don't want to buy us a beer, that's fine. You can just uh, say, hey, you guys are awesome. Or say, you guys suck. Those are funny, too. No, it's like hanging out. When you go out and hang out with your friends at a show, just say you're at a concert, would you be more excited that they were there and that you got to spend time with them or if they bought you a beer? I guess it would depend on your alcohol dependency levels, but yeah, we don't have that. We are just no. excited to be hanging out with you guys. That's it. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show and uh, support however you fucking want. Thank you. I love Leo. I like sucking. to the show the sunday night shit show if you're an audio listener this is what we call it on sundays because it's always just end of the week bullshit and And it's the shit oh and we don't have any echo uh lee says yes thank you that's awesome fantastic well to start we haven't brought uh, kyle in yet but uh nothing really to announce or anything except go join the telegram it's pretty fun over there there's always somebody in there talking shit or posting memes um and it's free. I told you that before. Everybody loves free shit. And it's not one of those telegrams that somebody posts something and you follow it and then you can comment. No, it's an actual chat. Like people chat. I wanted to make that clear. But the uh, link is in the notes, like always. But we have a uh, conspiracy Kyle on tonight from. Oh, you fucker. Kyle just posted in the chat. Echo, echo, echo. Fuck off. Hang on. Where's my fuck off button? Fuck off. Uh, but he's from Conspiracy in the Force, and uh, we'll just bring him on and uh, tell us about yourself, Kyle, because we've never heard of you and we don't know who you are. So introduce yourself and uh, what you do. Yeah. Hello, 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 hello. This guy, uh, just, just to screw with everybody, you know, had to throw in a quick dad, you know, quick dad jokes right off the top, right? Just get that out of the way. Um, no, um, I have no idea what I'm doing here. Um, I just, I just happened to click on a link somebody sent me via text message and you know here we are so um no for real like you know you guys are awesome thanks for having me um yeah so my podcast i talk a lot about star wars i'm a serious nerd i'm literally in my basement right now as as one would probably expect it's not my mother's basement okay it's not my mama's basement i i'm married i'm married i have had sex at least two times because i have two children okay so let's get that I, I, I assume they are. I, I just assume they are because they are weird like I am. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna assume, you know. But I I, I did verifiably have sex, so I'm not a, a a nerd virgin. So I'll just I'll just say that. No, but uh, my podcast right. is called Conspiracy in the Forest to talk about you know Star Wars conspiracies, current events, um, you know spiritual religious aspects uh, with that. Um, and and yeah, that's it. That's it. Perfect. Hell yeah. And hey, you know that Joe and I met on Clash of Clans, so you are our people, sir. I love it. Nerd brothers. Right. (laughs) Yeah. uh, We were talking a little bit uh, today before the show about what we're going to talk about, which is more planning than I do like every other time. So uh, 
what's at the top of the list of distractions in my opinion right now is the uh shooting in buffalo and i know you were mentioning that earlier so we were kind of looking through i looked over the supposed manifesto that this 18 year old apparently 18 year old wrote this 180 page fucking thing that was written like a scholar or some of it some of it's pretty fucking stupid but <clears throat> he was saying what caught my eye was he was saying when he was like 12 that he was a communist but then he said that he leans mild to moderate authoritarian left in another part of it he also says he's a fascist and a there's it's so weird and it's hitting all the the check marks of everything you would want is everything the government would want to shove down your throat as a reason for gun control or right-wing extremists or whatever so have you looked into anything of this i know jen looked up a couple articles i saw so all i saw was that he was a hardcore republican and that republican rhetoric is driving mass shootings and things like this which is funny because joe mentioned in the manifesto that he was left-leaning so i thought that was interesting that the news well, I mean, it's kind of obvious, but the news is going to report that he's a hardcore Republican, but he insists that he's left leaning. So, right, right. Which, which we'll see how that plays out. You know, some, some of these, you know, like, like remember what back what happened with the whole Vegas thing, you know, what was that five years ago or so that was in and out of the news so quickly because it's almost as if they couldn't get the narrative straight of what they really wanted to, wanted to do with that or something went wrong or something because, you know, that's one of the first things that kind of started me thinking about, well, what the hell is really going on in this world? And, and my wife as well, and she doesn't even really go down all these rabbit holes either. But we were just both like, this was allegedly the hugest mass shooting in all time, and like three days later, it's out of the news. So either, you know, something went wrong or the narrative didn't didn't go according to plan. But yeah, it, there's there's just, like you said, there's so many of these things that they're hitting. They're talking about this the, this theory, which I've never heard this term before, they're talking about this theory called the Great Replacement Theory. Have you? Do you know what I'm talking about here in these articles? No. I I understand kind of what, what they're trying to say, but I've never heard that kind of terminology before. What, what they're trying to say is um, that this guy was racially motivated because there's all these um, plans and narratives to get, you know, um, illegal immigrants and everything into the country so that they will obviously vote more for whatever that regime is that brought them in and, and things like that. But they're calling it the great replacement because they say, well, it's, it's trying to er erase or eliminate white people. Like, I, I don't know that. I, I mean, I, I, I believe I, you know, I buy into that theory as far as them trying to bring illegal immigrants in there to, to vote for whatever they want. You know, that's, that's, that's one thing, but this whole trying to completely replace the white population, that's not really a theory that I've ever, ever, ever thought of or, or and you're never going to get to. rid of all of us white people. I'm sorry, but there's a lot of us. You're never going to get rid of all white people. <laughs> we are gonna, we're here to stay. Right. I did hear this theory, Kyle. So in one of the articles I read, it was probably as soon as this happened, it came out immediately and I can't find it again. But uh, I was trying to as soon as you said it. I was like, oh, but... Uh, he was talking about, or the article was talking about how the replacement theory, it's to bring immigrants in to sway the vote. And that was the, that was the resounding theme of the article, but that would be very, a leftist thing to do, which he says in the manifesto, but that's not how they're saying that this guy is. So I think that's so weird. Yeah. And in regards to the Vegas shooting, uh, Andrew in the chat says the Vegas shooting was totally staged. There are tons of videos showing crisis actors messing up the event, which was what I was going to say when you said it was shushed really quickly. I imagine that's why, because a lot people are still looking into that to this day and are still finding all these different uh, angles on that, that shooting that don't match up to the official story at all. Oh I yeah. Like, was, like multiple like, like gunshots coming from different ways and stuff. And mm -hmm. this one guy allegedly hauled like hundreds of pounds of guns into this, into this hotel, you know, un under the nose of the security and everything. Yeah. It's such a, such a fishy thing. And yeah, and you know, I'm starting to see, you know, I went on, you know, I, I went on Twitter because I'm just a glutton for for punishment on, you know, what what the bots are saying. And, you know, a lot of stuff that I was seeing, I, I see kind of one of the narratives they're trying to push. One of them is, and you know, the uh governor of New York is already saying this, like, listen, um, this guy was radicalized online via social media. We need to crack down further on social media because of this one dude. So there's one that one part of it. Then the other part is they're bringing a lot of like um Tucker Carlson stuff into this saying that like, well, he's been pushing a lot of these same theories and beliefs and narratives that this guy was pushing 
to, oh, this guy is as complicit in this as the shooter himself in which you know listen like i i really don't care one way or other about about tucker carlson i don't think that's that that's the point they're just they're trying to find um they're trying to find fall people behind why this guy did what he did um besides that either he was just a psychopath or he was you know mk ultra or, or what have you they're trying they're trying to find a uh a fall guy or organization or group of people to to demonize like like they always do they're right. trying to find a way to make this story make sense for people because if there's a storyline they can agree with it and say oh this is something i've heard i can relate to this i can get on board with this this makes complete sense to me yeah and that's we talked about that a little bit earlier too it's not that i don't think there are fucking crazy people that go out and do crazy things like this we've talked about it too before that i think columbine was maybe not the last but it was one of the one of the last i would say actual cases of two crazy kids going and doing something there wasn't really anything fishy besides the actual event there wasn't much fishy about that whole case it was pretty straightforward i mean these two crazy kids went in killed a bunch of kids shot themselves whatever but ever since then it seems like every mass shooting has had some fuckery behind it and we won't even talk about the handy shook shooting because that gets you booted off of places but um so there's a couple different angles on this one as well as every other one is it like a Manchurian candidate, like you're saying, like the MK Ultra type thing, or was it just a straight up fed? I'm not saying nobody died. I'm not saying a guy didn't actually go into the store, film himself killing a bunch of people, and that actually happened. What I'm saying is, I don't think the, I don't think everything right about the guy or the manifesto or the the way it was pushed, or you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, and and that's one thing. You know, I I, I came out with a book, you know, a few months ago talking about Star Wars and totalitarianism and, and how it. It's very parallel to our world. And, you know, one of the key tenets of authoritarianism or totalitarianism is obviously gun control. And like you talked about all, a lot of these different events. And, you know, one thing I wrote in there was, like, like you just said, you know, talking about this kind of stuff, questioning the narrative, it's in no way, shape or form downplaying the fact that people died, people were affected by this. You know, my my heart's thoughts, prayers go out to everybody that's affected by any of this. It, it's it's terrible. People People died. People are in pain because of this. But, you know if someone you knew died, wouldn't you want to know what exactly happened if the circumstances were like this? So it's not like to uh, people think it's like soiling the memory of the people who were involved by questioning this stuff. No, I think it's, I think it's quite the opposite. I think you're really trying to discover the truth about what's happening. And yeah, like with these narratives of gun control, I, I, I look through a lot of these ones that have happened over the past 20 years and you know, all of them, it, it, it kind of has this, <clears throat> you know, ramp up of, you know, the legislation, it, it's gotten proposed quicker and quicker and quicker after each like subsequent event, you know, going back 10, 15, 20 years. Whereas, you know, some of them that happened uh, five or six years ago, like within a day, they had some legislation, you know, written out. I mean, hundreds of hundreds of pages of this of this kind of stuff. So what, what this per I'm sure more news, more news is going to come out about this kid. But you know, I think the more news that comes out, maybe the more they're going to kind of tighten up the narrative. So, so like you guys were saying, like, it's good. It's probably important to try to grab some of these articles that have come out really recently because you're going to see how they're going to try to shape and direct this narrative in a certain way, which which they're trying to do this, this right wing white guy killing, you know, people of color. But as we've seen from this manifesto, he he's all over the place. He's not really one specific thing. And, and we'll see how they how they try to drive or, or change that narrative going forward. Yeah. It's just the, the whole way that it, it was brought out and, you know, mass produced in the media in this white supremacist kills black people. So it makes it off the cuff. You can't question it because if you do, then you support white supremacy. If you're even questioning, you know, the veracity of these claims that it was a white supremacist that shot black people, you can't, you can't be like, maybe it was, a government op that makes you sound like a crazy person and also that you're discounting the lives of the people that were killed so you can't question it like you're saying it's the same thing with sandy hook but you're not discounting the lives so like kyle was saying we're not saying it's fake i'm not saying nobody died at all if people died that's absolutely devastating but what happened what really happened for those people to actually lose their lives was it just some crazy dude or was it controlled opposition some sort of government op coming in and saying okay we need gun control laws to happen within this time frame we need this 
certain thing to happen so that we can post all of these articles and people to read them and take that into consideration so that when they cast their vote, it goes in our favor. What do you think about the MK Ultra aspect? That's one of the wilder ones, like the Manchurian candidate thing where he was mind controlled or not, it doesn't even have to go that crazy. I mean, maybe he was just paid a lot of money to go do this thing and then he's in witness protection for the rest of his life in the Bahamas. Like, who fucking knows? Yeah, especially with the, with the age of him. You know, somebody that, somebody 18 years old, you know, very, very young, very impressionable, can be, can be coerced to do any number of things. And especially if there's stuff that's been, you know, fed to him for some, for some way, shape or form over, over several years, you know, that, that, that programming in a, in a teenager where your emotional levels are all, are all over the place, you know, you can be coerced to, to do a lot of things. Um, so I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if that's an aspect of it. I, I think another interesting thing is at the top of the manifesto, it's on Scott's telegram rebunked. Um, but at the very top of the manifesto, he has the the Black Sun insignia or whatever that, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it kind of ties to like the Ukrainian soldier. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. The Azov Battalion has the same fucking logo. It's just, which is weird because they're kind of defending those people right now, which another bizarre thing. But it's just all uh, theater, I guess. It's all just put out there. And we, uh, Jen was talking about the, what we know about the, the victims of the shooting too and it's always the same thing she was just on her way to get groceries for her no, family I said dinner this to Joe. so it, it again it's not discounting their lives i i'm not trying to say that these people didn't die but they always have the best things to say it's never like she was a piece of shit we all hated her she never came to the barbecues fuck her we're glad she's gone it's always these amazing stories about this person which i understand that is what happens when someone dies so there's that side of it as well but they had 10 people die out of the 13 people who were shot i believe or 10 or 11 and they had stories immediately Immediately, yeah. they had a little background. Not that, just stories, fucking memes. But that means people were going out there immediately sent out to interview these people and say, please give me the best stories you have about this person. And you, th the background of that is interesting as well. People were, their task was to go out and get the best information they could, the happiest, most positive things they could say about these people. And then, and then they post them. That's so gross. I would hate I would hate to die in a mass shooting because I would be grossly misrepresented. Sorry, but <laughs> you wouldn't even be mentioned. You're a blonde white chick. Oh, Nobody right. They'd shit. be like, Karen dies. They she only was care ordering about, a Starbucks and she was being bitchy about it. Blonde white chicks, if they're under ten and they're they go missing, those those are the only ones they right. focus on. Yeah, uh, it, so it, you know, it's it's just all about all about emotion. It's all about emotion exactly. in the moment. And you know, we we got it. We got to do something. We got to go get them. You know, look at 9-11 in the aftermath of that, like every everybody, all sides of the political spectrum, everybody said we have to go get these terrorist rap bastards who did this without taking a second thought to, to, to think about, you know, is, is there something else we should be focusing on or thinking about here? No, it's all just in that emotion. I think that's why the legislation and things have the, the windows of that have been narrowed so quickly, because over the years, as people have started to really think about this stuff a lot more, they're like, well, we have to really get them in that moment to uh to sign on to this kind of stuff because if it goes on too long they're going to look into it there they may they may they may turn back and say well hold on a second i don't i don't i don't know if i really support this bill now knowing what came out came out about this person or the or the motivation or what have you right yeah and that's why people like us are so dangerous Ooh, in so air dangerous. quotes for the audio listeners but that's why people get censored on social media because they just look into it. People can ask a basic question. They can say something very benign. It's not one way or the other, just kind of questioning the narrative and they get shut down. And that just goes to show that there's something to say about eh, that direction shouldn't be taken. There's kind of a hard wall that you hit. And then doesn't it make you want to push through that wall? Doesn't it make you want to question it more? No, you just we listen to CNN, shut up, and go <laughs> drink your Starbucks and glue your hand to the counter. So, well, Matt, and and uh, another thing. To, oh yeah, go ahead with what Matt was saying in there about the. Uh, oh, he the was number. just saying, uh, yeah, the number. So, so he said it. Uh, his gun had a number fourteen on it, just like the New Zealand shooter, and John Podesta's hand. So that's, I mean, that's going deep into the hole there, Matt. We love you. Uh, 
What's up but with we the number were talking, 14? Is that weird? We were talking about the uh, the New Zealand shooting because it was there was a lot of fishiness going on with that one too, where it was all on camera and it seemed too perfect. And there was a lot of people kind of debunking different aspects of it. But anyway, go ahead with what you were saying. I got sidetracked. Oh yeah, no. Um, I will say quick shout out to Matt. You know, his Great Deception podcast, a hundred thousand downloads as of the other day. So, dude, big shout out to Matt. Yeah. He's, doing, he's doing great stuff. Love you, Matt. Thank you for all your support. Matt rocks. All our shows. Yeah. He's awesome. Um, but you know, there was another shooting today. Do you guys hear about this out in California at a church? You know, five people shot, four people, one people, one person died, four people shot um, at a church out there. Where's to say Southern California? So. The fact that you're seeing two of these happening in subsequent days, that's just, I mean, and, and let's be honest, they happen a lot more frequently than we know. We just, you just don't see the coverage of them because it doesn't fit a certain narrative, you know, like oh, you're saying, crazy. if it's right, if it's like, you know, just, just five white people that got shot, you know, it's not a, it's not a thing, you know, if it was a racially motivated towards white people, you know, they're obviously not going to hear that, but yeah, this this inter interesting thing, and this is still kind of developing. I think this was just a few hours ago this afternoon, uh, shooting at a church. But you know, that's that's another um, one where uh, I think the narrative with that is, you know, I kind of heard a statistic recently about you know church churches in general. A lot of them shut down completely, you know, during the pandemic, or you know, yeah. whatever you want to call it. A lot of them shut down, did online, what have you, and. You know, there's a very small percentage of them that I think are actually back in full, you know, now, um, this year, because I think a lot of people were still so scared or driven by fear or what have you. So you wonder in, in, you know, we always have talked about since the beginning of this thing in March, the whole point of, you know, them shutting down churches, bars, restaurants, places where people congregate and talk and share ideas is because they didn't want people outside of the Internet spectrum talking about a lot of, of things counter to what was was the main narrative they were trying to push. And now, um, you know, it's kind of concerning now that that this just happened, especially at a at a church, you know, is it trying to fear monger people from from going into those kind of, you know, in, environments again, like, you know, the, a lot of these people, places probably had just reopened, you know, just reopened their doors for physical services and things like that. And now you have something like this. Um, the fact that it's specifically a church kind of is very concerning to me. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I would be interested to see what kind of church it was. It'd be funny if it was like a black Southern Baptist church or something like that, because then they could continue that whole thing. Well, either way, like what Kyle was saying, it's places of comfort, places you go to gather and yeah. love and feel at peace. Same with this supermarket. I mean, some people hate shopping, but most people go because they're like, okay, I'm just going to go shopping today. I'm going to go grab groceries for my family. They're not worried about their lives. So making it a big deal that there was a mass shooting at a supermarket or even a movie theater like they did yeah. a couple of years ago several yeah. times or a concert or a church all of those places are places where you feel safe because there's security yeah. it, not necessarily yeah. in a church but or necessarily a supermarket sometimes during covid there was but yeah. well and even re even remember you know back in the day like when we were all kids like our parents would just let us go out and roam the streets, right? Ride our bikes around the neighborhood, do whatever. But then, you know, all the news about, you know, serial killers and child abductors and all this stuff started coming out. I'm not saying that that's not real. That's definitely very, very real. Um, but then n now n nobody goes out any, no, no, no kids go, a lot of kids don't go out anymore. They're, they're staying in inside watching TV, things like that. So you see that all these, narr all these narratives continue to, to uh, drive people um, away from things out of fear. Yeah. Well, my kid's playing out in the street as we speak because we booted him out of his room. So I don't know what's going on out there. But he's but... Playing, our neighbors are really cool and we know them. But if we didn't know anybody on the street, I wouldn't necessarily say that because we care that it's emotionally driven. Like you were saying, Kyle, earlier, it's your child. That's our most important people are our children. So we don't want to just send them out on the street if there's a serial killer or a pedophile. And even though there's it's the same percentage chance probably of getting killed by COVID, of getting right. abducted and raped by a pedophile. But still, that is that's too high for us. You know, at the end mm -hmm. of the day, as parents, mm -hmm. it's too scary. So we made an effort to know our neighbors and made sure it was cool. And then and now we can send them out. But I wouldn't just willy nilly be like, peace. See ya. Yeah, yeah it used to be a lot. It used to be a lot more socially acceptable to say to your kids, hey, go play in traffic. 
Now, now you probably will go to jail if you say that to your kids or somebody hears Make it. playing in traffic great again. Our parents would say, go play outside for an hour and a half. And we would try to argue with them and say, did you say half an hour? And they'd be like, no, an hour and a half. And they'd make us walk outside. We had a, a half mile driveway. They made us walk to the end of it and then ride our bikes on a kind of busy street and just play completely out of their sight. We didn't have cell phones. This is in the 80s, early 90s. They had no contact with us and they didn't care. We always came home. It was always fine. Right. Yeah. It probably would be in this day and age too, honestly. Like but. you're talking about with the the fear factor is always the basis of this stuff. And whether it's your kids or your place of comfort that you're in to get you scared of that is what drives the whole thing. And it kind of sucks that we got to even cover that because I don't want to play into that. But we're also not coming at this from a place of fear or emotional attachment to it we're trying to break it down logically and detach emotion from the whole thing even though it does suck people probably died not saying that but yeah you no know, people i definitely believe people do die in most of these situations it's just why it's not because some crazy random person went in it's the government controlling the entire thing happening and they're like civilian casualties don't mean shit to them we're just some people they're already trying to kill anyway so okay they Okay, well, let, let's mitigate the deaths. All right, well, just we'll seclude it to this church that has maybe 200 people in it. No big deal. We don't care about any of them. And we'll just have a shooter go in, kill a bunch of them. Maybe they'll only get 10%. No big deal. They're looking at it as stats. They're not looking at it as people with lives who have emotions, who care about anything at all. Those people are so selfish and so narcissistic, they're only thinking about their own narrative and their own directive. We'll know how much of a psyop this is if Biden goes down to Buffalo to give a speech about his condolences. Yeah, there are they're already that's already a news that's already happening. That's already in oh, the works. Okay. So there you have it. Yeah. Well, and, and isn't like here's the thing too. I don't know the exact I mean, I don't live in New York, but anybody uh, listening in the chat or whatever, if you live in New York, let me know if I if I'm off here. But I'm pretty sure that New York probably pr has pretty strict gun laws already um yeah, just very. just by by the lean of their politicians so you know whenever you talk about gun you know gun pushing more gun control legislation it, it, in in actuality and i think we all know this i'm sure we've all talked about this ad nauseum but it, it just dis disproportionately affects people that are just legal gun owners for their own right. personal reasons it's not going to affect people going to the black market if people want to go to the black market and buy a gun kill them they can they can do whatever they want you can ban knives people can go to the black market get a knife kill people you do what you can they can do whatever they want it's not going to stop illegal activity it's not going to stop people from murdering other people i mean look at look at you know europe you know very strict gun control laws but what do you see you see people in vans driving through crowds of people you see mass knife uh you know massacres right so yeah. it's like the, the the human the human psyche is going to find a way to to kill as they have, as we always have throughout history. I mean, look how many, how many millions and millions of people have died even before guns were invented. Okay, so people are talking that guns are really the the, the culprit here, and that the gun is the one that did it, and not the actual person. Um, are 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 wild. It's wild. Well, I mean, you're a Bible guy. I mean, look at Cain and Abel, the first murder recorded in the Bible. Yeah. It was with a fucking rock. Like, yeah, you, it's yeah. not hard to kill someone. We're pretty fragile people. I mean. It might be quicker and more efficient with the gun, but I did. Okay, so what you were saying about uh, guns in New York. So Michael in the chat said, did they announce that his gun was, quote, legal and registered? That would be interesting to find out. I don't know that information. I, but... did, I thought I did see something that he did legally purchase a gun. Oh, okay. The so, yeah, the that's, Buffalo shooter? that's actually is that what he's talking about. The Buffalo shooter. It would have been better. I mean, not yeah, better, but on. it would have been different if it was like, oh, he acquired it from you know, the black market or whatever else, but to say it's legal and registered, right? Who does that, who does that affect us legal gun owners that <laughs> acquire our guns legally and have no plans of shooting anybody yet. Right. 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 <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's just, it's just one of those crazy things the the whole effect of what they're trying to do and, and, and people and people are, are behind it. You know, this is one of those conversations you can have with people in the workplace or what have you about, about this gun control legislation they and they think you're a nut job for even bringing it up and like listen like i'm not really a huge gun guy like you know it's it's not really not really my thing but i don't have anything against it i think i think people have the have the right to right to do it um it, it's it, you know it's in the you know constitution which you, you can argue how 
valid that will be in the future. Who knows? But people should be able to to purchase guns. People should be able to defend themselves. Um, and whenever you know, you you see that all the time throughout history. Every you know communist revolution or what have you is you know they take they take the guns away, then start slaughtering people because you know like like our buddy Charlie Robinson says you know one of my favorite quotes of all time. He says you know the government wants to take away your guns because they're about to do something that you might want to kill them for, for doing, you know, and, and if yeah. you don't have, and, and if you don't have the, the ammunition to do it, then you're just, you know, it's just like shooting fish in a barrel to, barrel to them. Literally is what you yeah. become. Ducks. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so I'm from Massachusetts. So I'm, I'm from the East coast as well. I'm used to from being on the East coast oh. and <laughs> news article. haha, ha, funny, but, um, Nobody I knew owned a gun growing up at all. I didn't grow up with guns. I thought they were weird. And then I moved to Indiana and then here. And every single person I met who had a gun, every one of them was just like super stoked about their gun. And they just loved shooting it at uh, two liters or they liked hunting. And they were very, very responsible with shooting their gun. Nobody that I've ever met. And this is just my experience. So I'm not speaking for the entire country or world here, but I don't know anybody who legally owns a gun. Who's just like, I'm going to fucking kill some people. If I have to, right. nobody says that if they own guns. And I grew up from a very different place. I didn't again, ever experience anything related to guns. Everyone just Joe even gets mad when I point at what did I do? I you have to point it at the ground. Is that the thing? Oh yeah, just always. I, always <laughs> gonna say you point, you point it right at him. No, <laughs> no, no I, pointed, like, oh. I pointed away from people. I pointed away from people, but it's still kind of horizontal with the ground. And he's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "There's no one around. Who cares?" And he's like, "No, that's not how you handle a gun. Always at the ground. Always no finger on the trigger, which is very hard to do when you've never been raised with guns and only seen." Uh, action movies where the finger is always on the trigger. I, don't I, know, I was shooting a 22 when I was like, like five years old at squirrels in the backyard. And this is the nineties or actually, well, yeah, about early nineties, but that was cool. My mom's like, Hey, just don't kill yourself out there. It's fine. Go have fun. And I'm out there fucking blasting shit. Yeah. Crazy. And, and like, and like, I'm sure there is like a, you know, 0.1% contingent of gun owners that are crazy and wild. And, 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 but this go, but this goes to a lot of the narratives out there. You know, they, they want to make all these rules and regulations because like the 0.1% of that demographic is wild. I mean, look, it's, it's the same thing with COVID. I mean, you run the numbers on that, the, the, the proportion of people that affected was very minuscule in terms of the entire population. You know, they, they push that agenda. You know, there's the whole, you know, trans kind of movement. You know, that's a very, the small proportion, but that's, you know, pushed on everybody. So all these things are that affect a very, very minute amount of of, of this demographic that they are demonizing um, is, 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 is crazy. And, you know, just, just from a pure numbers standpoint and, you know, like they, they, they hate it when you bring actual numbers and statistics into it because they think you're not, you, you don't care about, about what's happening. It's like, no, no, I, I do, I do care, but I care this percent because that's, that's what the actual effect effect is on the entire population of the United States. Yeah, so they, they don't like the percentages because they love to give the big numbers, Kyle. They love to say this many th hundreds of thousands of people have COVID and this many thousands of people have died. And it sounds like big numbers to people who can't just whip out their phone, do some quick math and realize that it's 0.1% of the population Especially... of any country across the world. I think Brazil had the worst. It was 0 0.3, 0 0.3. <laughs> Yeah, especially when you the only numbers, you know, like a lot of people in the U.S. especially live in small towns or small cities, like even the city we live in is like 100,000 people. So when they're like, oh, this many hundreds of thousands of people have died of covid, it puts it a, a picture in your brain that, wow, we only have 100,000 people in our town. That's like our entire town dying when really it's so fucking spread out. And like she said, the percentage is so fucking low. It would be like a couple people from our town dying with COVID. I'm not even saying they died of COVID. Right. right. And they're, right. they're counting on people being afraid of that. And they're counting on people not thinking outside the box, if you will, of, yeah, they might have been lying. Maybe they 
had COVID when they died, but they died of cancer or respiratory yeah. failure or because the doctor fucked up on their Or they surgery. got shot in the back of the head yeah, but died who of knows? COVID. Or they died in a car accident, but they had COVID. <laughs> and the hospital got more money for saying they died of COVID. So yeah. that. Oh, yeah. All the, all the you know, people that were Medicare age, you know, if it was a deemed, deemed a COVID death. And I only know this because I do a lot of work in healthcare and, you know, you, they would, you would get 20% more um, if it was a COVID diagnosis versus something oh, else. Yeah. And I think they're still seeing the ramifications of that, even, even, even the government, because you, you can imagine how many hospitals around the country did that fraudulently just to get more money. And there's no way to audit that, to know the true ramification, to get to the true, the true numbers. You're never going to get to the true numbers of what the audited you know, totals are, are going to be with this kind of thing. But it's just, you know, and, and yeah, like, we, like we've been saying, it's like it's not discounting people who have been affected by this kind of stuff. But like we should we should make laws and rules that um, uh, are, are are things that affect, you know, the, 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 the a lot, a lot, a lot of people, you know, when it's yeah. that when it's that minuscule and like obviously not discounting any death, every every single person is important. I'm not saying that at all but it's like when you're making laws and, and regulations and restrictions on people's movement and you can't have a job if this or that it should be something like a like a serious black plague pandemic you know yeah. where like you people are dying in the people's streets eyeballs and stuff. Are falling out and shit and blood and yeah right like the whole like uh, indiana jones thing where the guy's eyes are just like rolling down his face oh yeah like, he drinks the wrong goblet in uh the last crusade yes and it's just like imploded yeah. like like that's the plague we want to avoid so if you can put in restrictions so that doesn't happen I, it make it makes sense like people can physically see that but like like you said people most people haven't really physically seen this kind of stuff well, yeah, let well, me ask you. Let me ask you guys this: um, What what do you think about this whole social media angle that the the governor of New York is talking about? Do you think they're going to try to, uh, you know, add further restrictions on social media platforms? I know this whole thing was centered around like the four chan or whatever, but you know that's just kind of probably the Trojan horse for, you know, more restrictions on language and things coming in other other platforms. I'm, I'm wondering what you guys think about that. Glad you brought that up. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because this uh, whole shooting thing and how he was radicalized by the internet is right on the heels of the Elon Musk thing, mm -hmm. potentially buying Twitter, whatever the fuck's going on with that. I don't give a shit on Twitter. But uh, it is interesting because the, the left is going crazy about that. He's going to let people on and say mean things or whatever. And then right today or yesterday, whenever it was, oh, there's a guy that's shooting people because he was radicalized by the internet. It, it all plays together very nicely. Um, but I, I think they're definitely going to be stepping up their efforts to censor people online and more than they already are. I mean, they, they go back years sometimes on people's uh, pages and remove things or penalize you or give you a strike on YouTube for things you said like five years ago that were just fine back then. And now it's right. a big deal. So or, like, or, like you, or like you liked something on Instagram like a year and a half ago. And it's like, um, by the way, that thing you liked. Yeah, that, you, that that's not no good. No good. You just just don't do that again. It's like, what are you talking about? It wasn't even my my post. <laughs> I think they're going to try to do something where, like with Elon Musk or whoever is saying, it's going to be more free. It's going to be more free. Everyone will be able to say what they want. So people will, f everyone wants that. I don't care what the fucking news says, what CNN, MSNBC, most people aren't following that. Sure, we're going to see it in the news, but the people that we interact with, unless we live in a very big city and are in a very small population of very woke, crazy assholes, that's not what most people are feeling. Most people want to be free. They just want to be able to do whatever they want, and they're not being dicks. So when someone says, it's going to be free, it's going to be fine, or freedom, not free like monetarily, but you can say whatever, they're going to think, oh, I can say whatever I want, and it will be good. They're going to flock to that. And that's where they're going to get locked in. They're going to just go whoop, and then snip everything. And they're not going to be able to actually say what they want, but they'll already be stuck in it. Hopefully they can switch to other platforms or just get off of it altogether and just live your life. I, Unfortunately, I think that would be the, the better thing because they are what they call siloing people. So you have, you know, like Parler and Gab and all these other ones are, are truth social. Oh, my God. Uh Guess who's going to those platforms? The people that are all agree with each other, which right. I mean, like our Telegram group, it's 
It's people who listen to the show. We generally agree with each other. That's fine. I'm not trying to change anyone's mind in there, though. The places well, like okay. Twitter The only things Facebook. we don't like is don't bring drama there. Don't oh, yeah. shit on other people. If you join That's our Telegram. It. Don't shit on people. I will fucking boot your ass. But I, <laughs> as far as like actual ideas and stuff, when you have people on Twitter that are debating as toxic as that is, which is why I stay away from it, that's what needs to happen. People got to flesh these ideas out if they aren't bots. It's not really toxic, though. I don't think it's wrong for someone to have an idea that we don't agree with. It's it's toxic to not agree with that. No, I'm talking about to not it's toxic to it. the way people deal with each other on there. They're not engaging in a discourse of intelligent, you know, conversation right. like, yeah, you can come. To oh, a shut up, maggot. You, yeah. it, you know, yeah, just, just like throwing a yeah. meme or something, you know, and it just yeah. it just. It, it devolves and you know like what, what i'm thinking with this whole like like, like you're saying jen about they're gonna, all these people are going to come to this platform because they're promised quote unquote this this free speech thing which could actually be true right but but now it's like you know now it's basically like your phone calls are being tapped by the fbi right like you know with, basically they they just have all that information on you know they don't have to do anything with it right now but now they, but now they've they've allowed people to out themselves as who they truly are um and and you know people will just say hey it's fine i'm, I'm expressing myself how i am like you know i'm i'm racist or i'm this or and that's like well now now they have all that that data on on you um in in like huge file files of it so they can oh. kind of store that away for what they need in the future yeah under the guise of you know you can you can keep saying what you want it, it, it's fine but now we have a whole you know portfolio uh, about you i mean I'm, I'm pretty sure they already do of our private texts and messages and all that stuff anyway but now it would just be something where it was a little more above board as far as legality you know they're like mm -hmm. hey you're allowed to say whatever you want on this platform if you look at the fine print it says that the nsa is going to have a file on you if you say anything anti-semitic you know who fucking knows but i know you wanted to go into uh the musk and trump worship still and about how uh, people are still thinking that's our saviors and they're going to come save us yeah. from all this bullshit. So I know you said it annoyed you. So I wanted to hear you rant about that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll rant about it a little bit, you know, like coming from, you know, the angle I come in from, you know, somewhat, you know, conservative, conservative background, you know, I'm a, I'm a Christian. I follow, you know, Christian beliefs and I've noticed a lot of people that hold the same beliefs as me. They, they, they obviously aren't reading the Bible or understanding what what they should be because this this idol worship has you know can set in over the past several years and listen I wasn't immune to it I was a big on the on the Trump train for several years I'm not gonna you know put myself on a pedestal saying I'm any I'm any different I think I've kind of tried to see out of that illusion now but the the fact that people are are elevating Trump um, well maybe not as much as they used to but I, I well maybe maybe even more so now because they're like he needs to come back to be the savior to fix everything. Um, they're doing the same thing with Elon Musk right now too. And you know, I've even just seen these these memes that just make me like sick to my stomach. Where it's like it's like Trump, like it, it, he's like a soldier. He's got this sword, and like and like Jesus has like his hands on his shoulder. I'm oh, like, I'm like, that, like it doesn't matter who, whoever that person is. Like you, you guys need to you guys need to sep you guys need to separate that kind of stuff. You know. I mean, I think we all have things that we appreciate, people that we we support, but but the level that some of this stuff is going to is is, is putting these people up as a, as a god when you're supposed to be believing um, in in the, in another in 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 the real god, right? So it's it it frustrates me to no end. But and, but like a lot of people can't see that they don't understand when you when you try to say it. they're like no 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 he he's really Elon Musk he's really trying to do the the, the right thing. I'm like well. Uh, maybe. you know, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I'll, I'll hold out hope that maybe I'm wrong on this and maybe there's another, another angle here I haven't thought of, but you know, when you talk about how, you know, every single other billionaire is in this big club, right? This big cabal, this big Illuminati, but then for some reason, just, just one or one or two of them that are also billionaires in these same groups, they're, they're completely, they're, they're outside of it, right? They're the benevolent ones. They've they've reached this level of billionaire status because they're so benevolent with what they want to do, and it, it's just complete lunacy to me because they're all narcissists. Like like we were saying a little bit earlier, like there's it's this narcissistic ability. That's the only way you can get to the top 
is to be a complete a-hole, narcissist, self-centered, egotistical, maniacal person. And, you know, Trump has shown that, you know, pretty much everything that has happened that he's done, you know, that I would say would probably even be good things for the country. What does he say? Like, you know, I did this. I did this. It was me. It was me. And it's like, I got the back. I just thought Trump was funny because he was he was uh, clearly going against what people were telling him above him. They're like, fall in line, motherfucker. And he was like, no, I did this. No, it's on me. I grab him by the pussy. And it was just laughable at best. Anyway, it was the it was the most. I know I will say to that point, it was it was the most entertaining few years of a presidency I've ever ever in my entire life. You know, it was like a it's like a comedy routine. Like it was just entertaining to turn on the press conference and just see like who he'd be lighting up this week right like right now it's like you can't watch it because it's like it's it's just cr- it's so cringeworthy of 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 what he's gonna say it's like i i know he's gonna screw up some word or something it's like i you can't it's not even entertaining it's just sad at this point but you know it well, just it just really Biden, you know it's gonna happen and that's why you watch because he's put him in- <laughs> i mean it's gold for comedy, but true, anyway, true, sorry. true to the pressure, right? You know, that's, that's what we're, <laughs> yeah. true inter, international depression, you know, basically, I don't, I don't know. But I mean, my whole point is that just, you know, especially people that are, that, that believe in, you know, God, believe in a higher power, putting these people up on a pedestal that, that no human should ever be on. It, it just, it, it, it boggles my mind. It's like, if you, if, if you believe that you can't believe that God is your savior and this person is also your savior, something is not, something's not meshing there. And it, it's, it's, it's honestly really impossible to get that through to people that, you know, being a Christian doesn't mean you have to be a Republican. You don't, you don't have to just like, like, Oh, I believe in this. So now here I'm over here. I'm over here now. Like, no, no, you can, you should, you should still call out. You should still use like the, the discernment that God has given you to determine what it, what is right, what he's telling you is is right and wrong, and you know there there's pros and cons of both sides, right? You know, like the, the funny part about a, a lot of Christians being you know conservative is that a lot of the liberal um, narratives and thing on the on the right are literally like what Jesus stood for, you know, like taking care of of the poor, trying to help trying to help people, not just all about capitalism in this and that, you know, he went to the temple and just like ransacked it because they were trying to sell books and everything in the, in the, in the temple. So I, some of that stuff just really, just really, really bothers me. I don't know what you guys think about that. I think that right now what's happening with the media control, social media, whatever CNN's doing as well, it's trying to get people who could possibly find God within themselves because that's where the relationship with Jesus and God happens. It's within your own self. I don't know if you agree with that or disagree, but it's it's something you have to find on your own. And they're trying to distract people from that exact thing. They want people to find some sort of other savior yes. or mm-hmm. just be distracted from something from from themselves. From and it, it's not a narcissistic thing. I think there is something we can do within ourselves to find God. And they just don't want that. The they, the elite, the the they TM, as you would say. Yeah. Well, they they want us to go away from it. They and- do, and everybody finds God in their own way. Like Kyle is a Christian, and I. That's probably the majority of people I know that are religious are Christians. Uh, Muslims find it a different way. Apparently, by blowing themselves up on airplanes, if you're to believe the mass media. Uh, I mean, there's. I'm just. It's a joke. But uh, yeah, okay. when you're talking about finding it in yourself it's finding it your the the way you perceive it so it's in like jen said they're trying to divert you away from that and being like no here's this guy like and then also making people narcissistic at the same time making people think they're so special i'm not saying that people aren't special everyone's an individual yay good for you but we're not that special look at around at everybody else and be grateful for that person find God within yourself and then be grateful for everyone else around you and just live your life. The media is doing the exact opposite. They're like, um, you should post about how bad your life is and make it super vague. Like you were talking about earlier, Kyle, <laughs> Get, attract attention to yourself. Don't you want to be the most popular person? How many friends do you have? Do you have this many friends? Your friend has this many friends. Like it's, it's all distraction from finding that positivity within yourself. And then also at the same time, looking at, Here's all the fear porn you can look at. And then here's our saviors. Meanwhile, they're all still somewhere else. And it's very, very different from what the media wants us to see. That's all. Yeah. 
and and yeah, and and with with the with the Trump stuff, you know, pe- people and I ask people that that still are really on board with him. I'm like, well, you're really against the vaccine, so how can you be so fully on board with 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 him? Because he was the one, his administration was pushing the Operation Warp Speed and all this stuff, and you know they have to do a lot of mental gymnastics to try to to try to say, well, 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 you know, it wasn't really it wasn't really him, or he was it was some you know white hat operation that he was. In, in you know in, in you know Q told me and like you you can't they can't wrap their minds around that and then the other thing that really got me thinking was like playing playing devil's advocate here like you know w- with the whole election thing right like if people were, were were calling you know for for Trump to like you know hey maybe Trump will um you know uh, uh what what's the what's the what's the correct term um just basically just stay just stay in office just have the military help him remain in, in, in office. Right. So it's like, okay, let, let, let's say that, 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 that happens. Um, how, how is that? So now you're under like a military state, you know, Im- imposed by Trump. How is that? How is that any better? And in my opinion, that's just a quicker way for, you know, like the UN to come in and take over and, and ramp up the, you know, 2030 or whatever NWO thing they wanted to do in the future anyways, because he kind of, you know, Jump, jumped, jumped ahead. Now they have a quick way to kind of take him to take him back down again. So it's like it's like yeah, people people didn't really realize what they were saying. Like they wanted him and the military to t- to take everything over. Like that's I, I don't see that working out in a rational way at all. No, and it's the same people that would rage against if uh, Biden imposed that same thing. It would be the end of the world. But it's fine if Trump. Did, like I I don't get any of that. But that actually kind of dovetails nicely into the whole uh may 22nd thing you heard about that the uh we talked about it i think on planet retard but it's uh the biden's i don't know if it's biden whatever but the who is like voting or somebody's voting i don't know the whole details but they're voting on taking sovereignty away from different countries and being backed by the un or something so if there's a national emergency they can the who would basically run the show and they could be like we're telling you to shut the fuck down because we're the who we're your boss now so that's apparently what they're voting for on may 22nd have you heard anything about that yeah i've heard little little bits and rumblings of it i didn't know what the what the validity of it but from what you guys have seen and heard it's 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 pretty legit i pun 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 intended (laughs) (laughs) i don't think that I don't think whatever the outcome is will be legit, but uh, the proposition is possibly legit. It's going to, it's definitely going to happen, but I think that most people are not on board with taking freedoms away at this point. Yeah, but we don't have a voice in this From what I've seen, even people who have been vaccinated against COVID are saying, fuck that, I'm not getting my third, sixth, whatever booster. I'm not doing this shit anymore. I'm done. I'm over it. They they said even, you know- older Americans like on Medicare, I just read this article the other day, only like a, a third of them have continued on to get like the, the third or fourth booster shot. Like so many people like in, and that's a demographic that I would say is a lot more easily swayed by the media because they grew up with, you know, trusting the newspaper and everything like that to tell them the truth, which, you know, you can argue maybe it was a little more true back in the 50s, 60s. I don't, I don't know. It wasn't around then, but you know, yeah. that that's, that's their, They've always trusted that that news source and the fact that even they are like, no, no, why? Why are we doing this? It's 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 over, you know. That it just it just people that are going against it right now, though. It's it's all of the people that the news is blasting. I think this is very funny. The news will blast people like us who are conspiracy theorists, saying this, that, and the other, and they blast what we say, and they take. Um, conspiracy theorists say COVID boosters don't work and they'll blast that on CNN and then someone will actually get a COVID booster and it doesn't work. And then that person is going to think, oh, maybe this doesn't work. It's just going to be in their head. It doesn't mean they believe it or don't. But CNN is blasting it as a conspiracy theory. But the people who actually are living that life are going to remember that thing and it will be triggered in their brain in it at a different time, hopefully. And they'll be like, oh, well, this didn't work. Maybe that person's onto something and maybe they'll Google some shit and maybe they'll have a different opinion. But I love that all of the, I don't know, do you agree with that? That the media outlets are blasting all of the bullshit. Oh yeah. And then it's just going into everyone's head. 
and people are going to have that just rattling around in their brain even if it's even if it's like proposed as something very negative it's still going to be there and then they might actually sway their opinion to be that way yeah 100% it's what do you do though what's your answers conspiracy Kyle talk to me great sensei oh you use the use the force uh hmm that's all I get. That's, uh, that, that, that's all. That's all yeah. I got. No, um, you know. There you go. Wah, 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 wah. I, I don't. I don't. You know. I don't. I don't have an answer. You know. For for me, it's you know me and in in um sticking with my family with with my faith. You know, uh, j just living the best I the best way I possibly can, um, and trying to to shut out some of that stuff. You know, trying to prepare what I can do for, for take care of me and my family in the, in the future. Um, that's really, that's really all you can do, you know, you know, have, you know, groups, organizations that you can lean on and rely on, you know, look at what, um, you know, Scott over at, you know, Rebunked is doing, you know, he, he likes to set up these different, you know, cells of people kind of, you know, that he, uh, throughout the country and, and where he is just like communities that can come together um, regardless of what, of what happens, you know, that's kind of the way that, that things should should be or you know used to be back in the day and we've become so um individualized right it's you know this 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 everybody's their own every every family's their own little entity there's really no community um as, as aspect at, at least at least where i live it sounds like where you guys are you guys have great relationships with with your neighbors and everything that's awesome and that's probably you know the level of like uh building a commune with them yeah i'm i'm sure they'd be down if we were like dude like shit's happening we have some food chickens you know maybe but it is still really individualized like we're not yeah. doing things like scott is like i i salute the guy but i, I we got to get down to tennessee with him and tony merkel and build a big uh huge cult compound i mean without the cult but you know the compound part <laughs> or at I mean, least it, it, people <laughs> yeah i mean and yeah because because nobody nobody like talks to talks to their neighbors like nobody nobody has that sense of community and it's, it's just because of this internet age especially it's even worse now because of of covid made everybody afraid of their afraid of their neighbors so it's you know um li living you know the most peaceful way i would say as as possible i know that's not always possible to do just given certain situations and depending on where you live but you know there is there is ways to live at at peace even in these um, uncertain times, and it's like you said, Jen. It's up to everybody to to, to determine that for themselves. You know. Yeah. Yeah, they have to find that spirituality within themselves. Unfortunately, no one can give it to you. No one can tell you how it's going to be done, and it will be different for you than it will be for every single other person. Also, doesn't make you special. It just makes you you, and that's great too. Dude, anything else you want to cover before you uh, get out of here? I know you're uh, a, a bit ahead of us as far as time goes. Yeah. We always have to remember that. Oh yeah, it's it's you know I'm I'm an old man. It's almost ten o'clock here. I'll be in bed in probably oh, a half hour. I'm so old. we will do at ten thirty our time. Definitely. So we're not shitting on you. We get it. No, I have to. <laughs> That's know. our bedtime ten thirty. <laughs> I got to get up at six thirty, which doesn't seem that early to some people, but I feel it. If I go to bed at like eleven eleven thirty. Yes. I torn up the next day like i'm like oh fuck i gotta it's, go to bed earlier it's bad like i like my kids like my kids are i have two kids you know younger than five and like they're yeah. they've been starting to get up like 6 30 so like if i don't get up at 5 30 like you know do a little exercise get some breakfast kind of like take a moment to breathe like the day is just it, it's 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 over so it's like Drink if i don't wake up at once yeah, drink some, drink some prune juice. You know, sit there with the, sit there with a the newspaper and a cigar. You know, like like <laughs> without like the real... cigar though, because you're old and you can't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the lungs lungs are bad. Get the asthma medication. I have know, to go to but... bed a half hour earlier tonight. I hit that cigar. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm. I know it is. Yeah, it's almost ten o'clock. I'm glad I didn't drink any co coffee after afternoon, or I'd be I'd be done. I'd be done. You I know what I'm talking that. about. <laughs> I can't hit the caffeine after like 11 or 12 no otherwise no lies like, yeah we so, no lies couldn't drink coffee we just uh drink alcohol afternoon on weekends because we do tons gotta balance and it tons out. and tons of yard work we're running around our yard every single weekend so it's actually okay if we have like crack a white claw and we're like fuck it i don't care and then drink water too but it's uh getting old is not fun and it's not even it's not even fun 
for normal people old. in normal times, but now we're living in 2022 and we're getting old, so we just it's double fucked. Also, Fuck we can't off. think like that, people. Don't they're just telling us they're telling us old is a certain age. I'm gonna live to be 500. Oh, right, right. Yep. How the mm -hmm. fuck old? How, how old are you guys gonna live to be? Hopefully, not that fucking long. <laughs> Yeah, Why not? I, I mean, Yoda, Yoda was 900 and he looked pretty gnarly. So, you know, don't you might not want to wish that on yourself. I don't know if he was having fun near the end either. He looked pretty, uh, pretty creaky. I hope I no. talk, look like Yoda when I'm 500 years old. By then you will be just to fuck with the, the young talk in parables and I'll say everything backwards. <laughs> I think that was Yoda's. He was actually just talking like that to fuck with people. Cause like, I'm so old. I don't give a shit anymore. Like, I'll talk backwards. Yeah. Well, and, and the, my favorite, my favorite meme ever was like when, when like Yoda was just about to die, like Luke was just there asking him questions and stuff. And the meme is just like, you, you ever like have somebody ask you so many questions and you like, you just want to just die. Like, yeah, cause that's just, just what he does. He's like, time. like, well, who's my father? Who's, who's my sister? Who's this? And he's just like, uh, no, no more, no more questions. No more. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm done. And I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm going. He's like, let me die in peace, motherfucker. No. And then he comes back as a ghost and he's still talking. Ah, damn it. He's still going off. He's Same still after life. <laughs> I have, Joe still has to watch Star Wars. I know. Joe they doesn't know they have all Star of them Wars. on Voodoo, I think. I'm going to download them. It's like 100 bucks for every single Star Wars ever. And I'm just going to marathon it at some point. I'm going to do them in chronological order as far as the story goes. Or no, I mean, in, as far as how they no, came out. We have to. Four, five, six, and then one, two, three. That's what I mean. The how they of... came out, whatever. I'm sorry, but that's yeah, just... I, 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 I agree. I agree. Merged it. All right, thank you. And, and if you and, it, and if you hate them, like I'm not going to be offended. Let me know if you hate them. You'll be the first to know what I think of them. Okay, okay. We'll okay. we'll do a rea we'll do a reaction show. Oh my god, I'm not on TikTok. I can't do that. <laughs> I think you have to be on YouTube. For oh, YouTube. Yeah, we are on YouTube, yeah. but just barely. Just like, why don't why don't we just do like in your Telegram channel like a. Uh, a 12 hour long just con like movie commentary on oh all the God. movies record well, joe the whole time watching his face oh right, right. Like, <laughs> you like won't a, be really good you have to pay attention <laughs> no i know it'll be good I, it's just a thing i haven't done and i'm gonna do it and whatever anyway kyle thanks for coming on we'll let you go uh thanks, thanks everybody kyle. in the chat Appreciate and it. audio listeners go join the telegram you fox all right uh and you gave your plugs at the beginning right did you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Conspiracy in the Force. Um, my, I have a book called Intergalactic Totalitarianism. Um, you can go check out my Twitter and Instagram, Conspiracy Kyle. All the information's there. Hell yeah. Hey, is, that, is that an audiobook too, Kyle? Or just it's, it, it is. It's, it's, it. it's yeah, it's it's an it's an audiobook, it's a physical book, it's a Kindle. And I'm actually um, I'm actually working on like a video documentary version of it as well for, for people yeah. that, that don't like to read. So I'm I'm just Putting, trying to put smash a bunch of clips together. I mean, I'm not going to like interview George Lucas. I'm just basically finding stuff on the internet and kind of mashing it all together. Which I that would be cool. He would just probably yeah. kick me out, but you know, um, just kind of trying to find a way to mash all this stuff together and add a bunch of clips of how it relates to current events, like you know, Darth Vader, Darth Fauci kind of stuff. Hell yeah! Now what you're doing is amazing, and you're making connections that most people wouldn't normally see but normal people can clearly see after you put it together so right well, thank you. i did download your audiobook too i've not listened to it yet because i have like i don't know 30 hours worth of shit that i have in the queue on on audible so hey but I, I have one credit left on audible and i'm gonna buy it right now yeah there you go <laughs> well right. wait till you watch so so yeah here's your, you gotta wait till you watch the movies first and then you gotta do that so it's really like you have like 16 hours of homework of star wars now so I've I've done that. I, I have you watched all of them though? There's some I haven't seen. So so have you done all of the new ones too? Like the very very new ones? Um, I mean I've I've seen all of them, but like as far as like you know, I'm doing podcasts of like I, I may write something about those movies, like because the the book it covers like the like the prequel movies of how this like Galactic Empire came to be, but you know there's a lot more to it than that. You know it it. You know, the original trilogy, it has to maintain all this control and authority. But then the sequel trilogy, it basically had gotten destroyed and it needs to like rebuild almost like, a, you know, build back better fourth industrial revolution kind of thing. So there's that kind of angle that I may write something about in the, in the future. But 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 they're just not the new movies just aren't as good. It's just it, it's it's hard for me to it's hard for me to watch them. I just it's it's, it's just really a tough, a tough sell. It's It's too much. 
it's too much work and, and they suck. <laughs> so that's that the bottom so line. We'll they watch suck. all the shitty ones, but I've seen the first the first six. Like yeah, one, two, three, Joe, J- just stop. Just stop there, Joe. Just pretend nothing else happened. Pretend that's the entire story, and that's it. Yeah, Probably won't be hard. Four, five, six first when you're three years old, and then go back and watch one, two, three when you're eight. Okay, I'll do that. Because that's yeah. what happened to me. Yeah, if if, if right. you can, you know, not everybody has that ability to do, it, but if you can, if you can raise enough funds to do that, definitely. That's to go back in time to do that. That's one of the most noble things you could possibly do. So. To watch it. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> go back and watch Star Wars when it came out. Yeah, right, right. I could have stopped the Federal Reserve, but I went back and saw Star Wars in 1977. So. <laughs> hey, fuck everybody, right? Like, why not? If you can do you're that and figure shit. out the meaning of life, you're just like, fuck it. Or you go back and change the Federal Reserve only to find out it gets implemented 20 years later anyway and you waste your time. <laughs> Should have watched Star Wars. Fuck. Should have just watched Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, dude. Have a good night. Uh, thanks for everybody in the chat. Everybody in the audio. We will talk to you guys next time. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.